Hey guys, welcome to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast Halloween 2021 special, where me and Justin rank all the Halloween movies to date. We hope that you're having, or had had, a great Halloween, and just as importantly, a safe one. Thank you guys very much for listening, and we hope you enjoy. Hello. Hello. I don't know why I just Mrs. Doubtfired you, but. <laughs> Hello. Uh, happy Halloween, bud. Happy Halloween, dude. Exciting. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Uh, it is my favorite. Um, yeah, so we talked about doing a Halloween special uh, for the people. And uh, all, people. all 200 listeners. Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 150 of them are me. Ah, yes, and none of the others are Ants Knuckles. Um, <laughs> but we talked about doing a Halloween episode, and, uh, you know, because it's our favorite holiday, and, uh, you know, this podcast is horror-themed, so it just makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense to me to do this, so we decided to do it. And I was like, well, what should we do? You know, we our inaugural episode was a Halloween reboot, you know, a retcon, yep. whatever you want to call it. Halloween Kills is kind of big right now. We talked about that as a, you know, the episode. And, you know, off mic, uh, you were saying it's like in the Venn diagram of our horror franchise, it's like I'm a Friday 13th guy. You're an Edmund Elm Street guy, but like right in the middle of that, it's Halloween. We both have like this enormous amount of love for that franchise and uh yep. and knowledge obviously because you know we watched the shit out of these things and read the shit out of these things so um i was like let's rank the halloween movies you know um yeah so we're gonna rank the halloween movies it's a very uh interesting top 12 we're doing this, this week. <laughs> yeah top 12 top um 12. i can only imagine that it's gonna be pretty close <laughs> you might be surprised <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to go from bottom to top. I'll go from 12 up. Uh, That's what I'm doing. Yeah. No, All right, yeah. Number 12, right off the bat. Halloween 1978. Garbage, independent piece of shit. No, <laughs> no name actors. Fucking no special effect. Garbage. Number n- number 11. Uh, <laughs> uh, sir, you echoed my sentiments exactly. What a piece of trash. Yeah, why can't they all be like Halloween 6? <laughs> Where's the story? <laughs> Where's the storyline? Where's the complicated, you know, runes? <laughs> Magic. Oh, God almighty. Um, yeah, number 12 for me is Halloween Resurrection. It is a fucking terrible, terrible movie. You're not wrong. Yeah, Halloween Resurrection. Um, you know, this movie really is just... It, it, it's one of these things that just... It cashed in on a trend at the time, which was these MTV haunted house shows, right? Where they had, like, cam- cameras on their head. They'd go through, like, this haunted house and do challenges or, or whatever. I, I don't even remember. But I know there was a popular show that took place around this time. And that's what this was mimicking. It, it's a movie where it doesn't even need to be about... Like, it, it could just, it could have been anything. If you take Michael Myers out of it, it still didn't matter. Like, it, it wasn't really a Halloween movie. They just happened to make the setting the Myers house. And he was there and he kills these kids. It was like a fucking, it was like watching an attraction at a, at a amusement park instead of a movie. And it had yeah, it Buster Rhymes. It was Halloween Horror Nights, the, uh, right. the movie. And it had Buster Rhymes in it. And, uh, and, yeah, for the people that know that Buster Rhymes is in a Halloween movie, that's the fucking one. And yes, he says trick or treat, motherfucker. It's garbage. 
Um, and this was the movie that was supposed to basically end the H2O reboot, like, timeline. And just, man, they did not stick that landing as usual. Uh, fucking uh, terrible ending, like... terrible movie. Easily fucking number 12. Uh, number 12 for me is Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Really? Yep. Tell, me, what, tell me why. I mean, what, what... About this. Oh. I hate the Rob Zombie Halloween movies. I don't like any of Rob Zombie's movies in general, but I really, really hate Rob Zombie's Halloween movies because they're just not Halloween. There's nothing Halloween about them at all. He took the basic concept of Halloween and Michael Myers and all these characters and made them Rob Zombie characters, which means he made them completely unlikable, uh, selfish, white trash assholes who just scream profanities at each other for two hours straight. And yeah. he did that with both of his movies. Yeah, that's what he does. We just talked about uh, him a couple days ago with the, uh, we were talking about the monsters, so yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, he did that with the first movie. He did even more with the second movie. But with the second movie, he said, you know what? We don't really need a plot. Let's just throw some weird visual shit in there. The white horse. The white horse, sure. White horse. Yeah. Ghost mom. Sure. Why, why not? Yeah. Oh, God. It's just, it, it's incomprehensible. It's sloppy. Does Michael speak in that movie? Yeah. Michael I, fucking speaks yeah. in that movie. He says die. Well, he says die. Okay, so I can't remember. It's not a movie that I like research enough or watch enough. But I know there's two different cuts. There's a theatrical and director's cut. They, they put them both on DVD. I think the latest box set that came out had both cuts. But originally, the theatrical was only on DVD, and the Blu-ray was the uncut. So, like, you wouldn't oh, have okay. really, yeah, you wouldn't have really seen the theatrical cut because at the time, like, it came out, Blu-rays were a lot more popular than DVDs. So you were you were more inclined to buy a Blu-ray at that time. So you wouldn't have seen the theatrical version unless you saw it in a theater, I guess. And then if you bought the Blu-ray, you're like, this is not what I fucking saw. But I believe that the speaking thing might be different in the. Uh, in one of those cuts, it might just be in one. I'm not, I'm not really sure what the difference between those cuts are. I've seen it's them both. Hard. I actually do own, like I bought the DVD specifically because I'm like, oh, this is a di different cut of the movie, and I, I have that. And I watched them both, but not enough to remember what uh, what that specifically was. I'll, I'll have to kind of look into that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think I've only seen Halloween 2 twice that I can think of. Um... I did not like it both times. I honestly don't remember which version I saw. Um, but I know he does say die to Dr. Loomis. Yeah, that movie isn't really that high on my list, but it's not as low as you. Uh, for me, Resurrection is on the bottom of my list, 100%. Number 11 for me is Halloween 6, because that movie is a goddamn mess. Like an absolute mess. It's got some great parts in it, but very, very few. It's it's the movie that basically ends the second kind of timeline where it's the Jamie Lloyd story uh, right. that continues from Halloween 4, 5. Uh, yeah. So 6 was basically closing this out, and they didn't really know where they were going to go with it, so the ending is kind of just left open. And it's very ambiguous. Very cryptic. And it never has a follow-up, obviously, because after that, they did H2O, which basically restarts another like timeline. So we never really get any kind of conclusion. And unfortunately, it's also Donald Pleasant's last film. Um, right. And it's just shitty how they treated him. 
in terms of his character and how they ended everything with his character because he's basically like just a huge part of this franchise like one of the biggest parts of this franchise they don't really have it without him he's what makes michael work as good as he does and uh i was upset like i'm always bothered by like that being like the closing arc for that character you know what i mean which is why like halloween kills a lot more but anyway uh so you know they tried to do this whole thing where michael was you know being controlled by a cult and he was controlled by these runes and stuff like that and they started showing that i think in the fifth fifth one and then they talked about With a lot. The man in black. Yeah. yeah, and they had the thorn rune on his arm, I believe, and in parts of his house. It was like hidden as yep. an Easter egg. But this is basically when they kind of bring that whole like uh, storyline uh, forward more, and it just doesn't work. Like it's messy. It's all over the place. There's a second cut that came out recently. This producer's cut that's been kind of like you know talked about for years and sort of circulated at conventions through like vhs tapes i mean that's like kind of how far back it goes but um they finally did release it and you know it really wasn't any better um it was a little more cohesive but also very strange like a lot a lot stranger than the other movie because they decided to cut out all the weird stuff with the the runes and the and the and the and the cult story and put like more gore in the uh, theatrical cut so now you kind of lose that but get like more of a story that you didn't really care about in the first place so it's not really a better movie uh, it's just it might try to ex- yeah it might try to explain things a little bit better but it still has that just ambiguous ending and uh it's just it's a mess it's an absolute mess and it's it's too much like they just put too much into this which is the complete opposite of what the original was you know um it's just an enormous amount of exposition and story, and it's just they they came and control it, and you could tell that when you watch it. So yeah, you, it's, it's it is yeah. yeah. Um, what do you got for number eleven? <laughs> I mean, this should come as no surprise, but it's Rob Zombie's Halloween One. Okay, so those are those are the two movies on the bottom of your list. Yeah, okay. Those are the two movies at the bottom of my list. Now, if we want to move on to number ten, um, it's a movie we've actually already discussed on this list. It's Halloween Resurrection. Okay, so your number ten is Res- Resurrection. Okay. Uh, so, okay, well, my number 10 is the Rob Zombie remake. Okay. The, the, the first Rob Zombie remake. The first one. Okay. Yeah, the first Rob Zombie remake. And, you know, it's it's offensive to see my favorite movie of all time remade in the tone of a Rob Zombie movie. Um, but as time has gone on, I've kind of just been, like, okay with it. And I've actually learned to sort of enjoy it, believe it or not, like, for what it is. After the initial shock of me seeing it, like, when it came out, was, like, 2007, I was just like, fucking what? You know what I mean? It was all this backstory, which to me was just like, that just takes away from the whole fucking character. Like, what's the what are you doing but i saw like the value of it later on and i kind of was like whatever about it you know what i mean um it's not obviously enough for me to place it higher on my list than what it is but like when i take it for what it is it's fine you know what i mean it's just like a a tribute to the original i probably enjoy rob zombie's movies a little bit more than you do uh so i don't have a huge problem with it but it just didn't work in a halloween movie it's very much a rob zombie movie like it's just his signature is all over this fucking thing um, but I like aspects of it. Like, I like the look of Michael Myers in it. I like that Daniel Harris is in it. And uh, I thought that was kind of cool they brought her in as, like, uh, a character, you know? Um, yeah, that's the only thing I like about, as, about uh, as Daniel Harris, as Annie. As Annie, yeah. I was going to say Linda, but Annie. Laurie's not likable in it, you know? But, uh, <laughs> but, but uh, she is. So there was, 
when, when it gets to the Halloween part, I kind of do enjoy that. I think the backstory is unnecessary. It does take away a lot of the mystery of the character in the first place, which is typical Rob Zombie backstories, white trash family that just screams at each other for no reason. Um, right. So, yeah, that's the, my number 10. Um, my number 9 is the second one. Um, I like this. Yeah, I like. See, and it's the thing is, I if you if you if you if I have to rank just those two, I'm gonna say the second one's better than the first, just because at least it's original. It's a, it's its own thing. It wasn't a remake of Halloween two. It was his, it was his own thing, and it is a weird movie, but I'm like okay with it. There's things I like about it. I kind of like the look of Hobo Michael Myers. I don't know. It just sort of kind of cool it's very different no that was one of the few things i did like about uh rob zombies yeah tyler tyler main is a fucking yeah tyler main is a fucking you know pretty imposing guy a very different type of michael myers i did like that in the first one and i liked it a lot in the second one i like that they kind of did their own thing with loomis like they kind of made him a complete fucking asshole you know uh oh yeah he was such a dick getting rich off of it so i pre i i respected it for being its own thing and taking like the tragedy of the first Halloween and like showing like how fucked up it, it made everybody afterwards. And right. although it was very strange, you know, a lot of weird shit going on in that movie, really kind of hard to follow it, it at times. It was it was like it was like Rob Zombie in his David Lynch phase. Yeah. But I, 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 I gotta say I kinda like it better than the remake, and I don't hate the movie. It's a movie actually I'm sometimes in the mood to see, believe it or not. Like it's not really that terrible um, for me. What's your number nine? Uh, Halloween 6. Okay. We're pretty close with this. We're, we're, we're yeah. relatively close. Yeah, yeah. we're a little, little off on some things. But yeah, mine's Halloween 6. Um, I go back to this movie more often than I care to admit. Me, t- um, me too. I think I keep trying to like want to like it more. Yeah, I'm doing the same thing. And you know, you know Paul Stephen Rudd's Halloween it's Six. Fucking Paul Stephen Rudd, actually. I think that's what's doing it for me. I think it's just the, the son of a bitch is just so goddamn charismatic. It's funny how he acts in this movie. Like he was going for a different thing, and then he like changed it to just Paul Rudd and yeah. Clu- Clueless Paul Rudd is what we've been getting since then. Since Clueless, right. it's been like I watch Ant Man. I'm like, oh shit, it's the stepbrother. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it's um, I don't know. It, it's him. Uh, there, there are things to like about Halloween Six. I think not many things, but I mean, it's always nice to see Donald Pleasance back as Loomis. To, you know, see that final like Loomis's last stand. I guess. Yeah. Like the movie does kind of have a twist as far as the cult of Thorn in um, the producer's cut. There's, there's more of a twist than the producer's cut because Loomis becomes like the the leader. That okay, yes, yeah, that's true. Um, but like the main twist in the regular cut is that the doctor from the hospital from the first movie, Win, Doctor Win, Doctor Win, um, is the leader of the cult of Thorn. Right, and he probably um, is the one that gave him driving lessons. <laughs> honestly, that was my assumption. <laughs> yeah, I know it's like a funny joke, but. I think that's what it was. I think that's exactly what it was. I honestly think it was a, this movie was made by a bunch of dudes sitting around joking about that scene. I'm like, oh, wait, wait, wait. What if he fucking, you know, <laughs> like, and and some and somebody gave them money to make a movie and they did and they did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dimension was like, okay, go do that. You were too busy wondering if you could. You didn't stop to think if you should. If you should, yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, that's how it be six. Um, um, right. What do you got for number eight? Okay, so just. Number seven and number eight are a little interchangeable for me. Um, 
I'm just going to say this is eight for now, but honestly, seven and eight or could go back and forth. Uh, they're they're pretty they're pretty like they're right there. Number eight for me is Halloween three. Uh, I like Halloween three. It's just if I'm ranking them in terms of like Halloween movies, it obviously doesn't really have anything to do with the story, right? So like it's a hard thing to place in a top like in a top twelve or whatever. So I, I just put it there um, because the other ones are kind of more solidified for me. Like the one, like the, the top six basically are real like solid for me. You know, Halloween 3 is a good movie, you know, uh, for what it is. And, you know, for those that don't know anything about Halloween 3, basically at that point, um, originally Halloween 2 was supposed to be a completely different story. Um, the plan wasn't to have Michael Myers be in every single movie. The plan was to basically have an anthology series where every movie was a, was a different horror themed story that takes place on Halloween night. But there was no resolution to the first Halloween, so they sort of forced them to make a sequel, and that's how we got Halloween 2. Halloween 3 was like, all right, this is what we were going to do in the first place. It was a completely different story. It had nothing to do with Michael Myers. It was about masks that um, were created by this, like, Halloween cult, and they were going to use them to basically wipe out, you know, the planet um, on Halloween night. Yeah. Um, and it's a good 80s horror movie like they got some great practical effects a lot of 80s horror tropes like all in all it's a pretty good movie it just has nothing to do with halloween series but that's not a bad thing and you and i were talking recently and i honestly feel like that just should have been what they did because how great would it have been if like we were like 12 13 movies in they were just their own thing with like new up-and-coming directors giving them a shot all right this you know this is the thing that we do we get a guy who's got something special about him let him take a crack at this and we would have probably got some shitty ones but we probably would have got some really great things too right and if you want to go back to um like any of the previous entries and do a sequel to them maybe four or five movies down the line you can do that right exactly so i i thought that was a good idea because i love the move the first movie so much i don't really need a sequel to it but i'm happy that we have a halloween franchise I, i do enjoy it you know but uh, I would have been really okay with that, too. So for me, it's kind of in the middle, you know, um, for the ranking. But honestly, I, I, I don't even really know that I could put it in, the, in a ranking. Um, I just kind of had to just because, you know, for the sake of what we were, like, doing for the special. Um, right. And because it is a Halloween movie. But it's hard to really put in a top 12. Like, I, I don't know. But that's kind of where I put it for now. Um, I kind of disagree and you can find out why uh, a little later on um i don't want to talk too much about it um i I agree with you halloween 3 is a very good movie and i'm gonna leave it up after now okay now you said um eight and seven are kind of interchangeable for you yeah what's your eight because you i don't think you told me my eight is halloween five yeah halloween five is not great it's good it's just not great it's okay at best the characters aren't nearly as likable as they were in Halloween 4, which we'll get to a little later. Ugh, fucking Tina. On my list. Uh, yeah, Tina is just horrible. Um, <laughs> they didn't know what to do with Jamie at that point after the way Halloween 4 ended. <laughs> the mask looks horrible. Yeah, the mask looks stupid. It's really elongated on the neck for some reason. Yeah, it's a really weird, weird neck. Uh, the face itself is just odd. 
I don't know. It's just nothing about Halloween 5. Like, it's one of those movies that I used to lump in with Halloween 4 because they were so closely associated with each other. Like, 4 and 5. Right. 4 and 5 are direct sequels to each other. You know, kind of. This is, this is a little bit of a gap in time between them, but... Uh... Not like Halloween 1 and 2, but right. they are, in the rest of the storylines, like, there really isn't anything, well, I mean, now Halloween kills, I guess, but for the time, yeah, 4 and 5 were pretty much, like, right, they were direct sequels, because 6 w wasn't, 6 was a little bit further out from 5, and it was very, yes. and it felt different. Halloween 4 and 5 felt very similar. It did, yeah, yeah. Uh, totally, um, and just in their look, they felt very similar. And so, yeah, I, I used to lump them in together a lot. Uh, I don't do that anymore because Halloween 4 is a better movie than Halloween 5. Yeah. By a pretty, by a pretty wide margin, I think. Yeah. All right. So, no, so, number, so number eight is five then for you. Mm-hmm. Number seven for me is Halloween 2018. Because, I, 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 again, I don't know what to fucking call it. That's number seven for me. Uh, you know, we, we already kind of talked about that movie. Um, yeah, we went into that. Quite a bit of detail. detail. You know, it's... It's it's okay, you know. Um, it's a little bit of a mess with its story, with its tone, definitely with its humor. Uh, it it was kind of all over the place at certain times. Um, I wasn't really a big fan of like the over the top kind of Michael Myers, but it grew on me in the next one. But yeah, you know, it was just unfocused. I don't know. It was okay, you know. And and, and again, it's the third time we're getting a retcon from Halloween 1 and it's just like it's getting it's just stale you know the idea alone is just stale so it's gotta be something really special I think to catch that uh, attention and it, it didn't really do it for me it, it, I enjoy watching it I'll still put it on here and there I've watched it more than some of the other sequels but yeah it's just okay what's your uh, what's your number 7 uh, Halloween Kills okay Halloween kills. Again, we um, literally just talked about this movie. We, so. Yeah, we just went over it. Uh, we don't have to do that again. I made my reasons for not leaving it pretty clear. Well, yeah. pretty, you know, kind of placing it where it is. Um, honestly, my opinion has kind of gone up a little bit since we recorded that episode. Yeah. Just kind of looking back at it, um, the I, I think maybe I judged it a little too harshly at first. Um, the Loomis stuff, and especially like we talked about last episode, that it being practical makes it, me kind of like it more too and knowing yeah. that like they gave him a little bit of a story and i'm kind of hoping that we get even more backstory with halloween ends and kind of see like give loomis some good closure as a character that would be pretty cool that'd be great yeah because in the first one we got like his voice on the recording which is awesome mm -hmm. and now we got like him uh briefly but i'd love to see like something else like i don't know him you know, court hearing or so, like something. I just want to see. I want a good send off to that character, and I'm, I'm, I have a lot of hope riding on the next one. I hope that they stick the landing. Yeah, me too. Um, I did hear that where Halloween Kills was, um, you know, very much the fan service movie where they brought back a lot of the original characters and everything. Uh, Halloween Ends was kind of going to take things into a slightly different direction where they're going to introduce new characters. Yeah, and um, it takes place, like, now, basically, right? Or when it comes out? Yeah, it's yeah. going to be four years later now. Okay. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing how it ends. I am, too. I'm looking forward to seeing how it ends a little bit more now than I was. Uh, and number six for me is Halloween Kills. Um, okay. And, and again, we talked about it, you know. I liked it better than the other one, um, just because it had a little bit more... We got more, like, back to formula with it, in a way. At least more than the other one was. So I did like that about it. Um, there, there was just a lot more I liked in this movie than the other one. But it was still kind of a mess. You know, like they, they 
better than the other one, but still a little sloppy. Okay. I'm hoping they like they just get it right. You know, the next you know go around, but we'll see. Right. Because again, we you know we said traditionally Halloween never sticks the landing. Like we never get a good conclusion to whatever storyline they're trying to give to us. And this is the third storyline off of Halloween one. So like, you know, I'm hoping that they had this plan from the get go and it's going to have a payoff and they just didn't know how to fill it properly. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. Yeah. So we'll see. Well, uh, my number six is H2O. Okay. Um, I thought you had, I thought you would have this higher on the list. Cause I remember you being a huge H2O fan. Like when we first became friends, like around when this came out, basically, um, yeah, it wasn't too much too long after that. Yeah, you were uh, fucking all about this. Yeah, at the time, sure. Um, yeah. You know, it was very much in the vein of everything that was popular in horror at the time. It was yes. uh, very scream. It caught the it caught the zeitgeist of that 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 decade. I mean that that year pretty well. It did. Yeah. It did. This was very much a late nineties uh, slasher flick. Um, and it, you know, as far as that's concerned, sure, it's, it's a great late 90s slasher flick. Um, kind of a screen clone while also being a decent sequel slash homage to the first two Halloween movies. Yeah. Looking back at it now, 20 years later, it's, it's a little embarrassing. <laughs> it's, it's a little cringy. Josh Hartnett's hair was the real star of the movie. <laughs> yeah, he was the he was a real thing back then. He really was um, such a representation of that time. It, yeah, yeah. It, it, Oversized it, sweater sleeves, <laughs> wet messy hair. Somehow it's both. Yeah. Oh, I don't get it. Um, and it had Creed. It had a lot of Creed songs in it, which you know. Creed songs in this movie. <laughs> yeah, what's this life for? Or whatever. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Ugh. Certainly was. But you know what else was in H2O? What? LL Cool J. LL Cool J, yeah, sure. Um, starting, his... starting the trend of popular rappers. Right, yeah. <laughs> Appearing in Halloween movies, but yeah. Um, but also Janet Leigh. In yeah. A, in, in a pretty nice, uh, kind of sweet cameo. Yeah, um, they even played the psycho music. Uh, they played the psycho music <laughs> and she, dro- she, she drove away in the, the car. car. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was, you know, there, there, there's, there's some subtle uh, and not so subtle uh, psycho homages throughout the Halloween franchise because of her and also because a lot of inspiration came from that movie. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was one of the first slasher movies, so. Yeah, elements of one, yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, I mean, H2O was a decent movie, but it's dated. It's very dated. It's very much a time capsule. Yeah, yeah. And it's not as, like, it's pretty tame. So number five for me is Halloween five. And okay. again, you know, we like, I like Halloween five. I think it's a good movie. I think tonally it's great. I love the, I love the look of it. I love the, the way it kind of captures Halloween a lot like the fourth one did. Um, and obviously any good Halloween movie does kind of capture the season really well. It does. I liked Halloween four a lot. Um, so this being like a direct sequel to it, I loved it, but like you said before, they they kind of they didn't really know what to do with the Halloween four ending, and they, they they kind of just sort of went in a different direction, and it was fine. But there's some great things in Halloween five, but this is where the weird shit starts to happen because we get that man in black throughout it, which was the basically the the whole cult that happens in six. That's where it starts with this guy, although they don't really talk about it. It's left a mystery. 
And it has yeah. that weird ending where they kind of free him from prison, right? And they, they, they take him. So, like, for me, like, when I watch Halloween 5, it's just, like, as it goes, it gets kind of shittier, you know? And then we kind of get to the end that I, I like it. Like, at the party, at the barn, I like that scene. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, that's a pretty cool scene. It is. You know? Um, it's also when Michael has the other mask on and he's, like, driving the girl to the party. It's pretty fucking haunting. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Halloween 5 has a lot of great moments and it does feel like a Halloween movie so I gave it you know I ranked it number 5 um, I just don't really like the ending and I think it gets a little like off track here and there yeah, yeah I mean I 100% agree with you so my number 5 um, is actually t- uh, 2018 okay. um, and we did a whole episode about it we don't have to go any further see episode it. 1 yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, Right. I happen. I like 2018. It's got its flaws. It's not a great flick, but it's not a terrible flick either. Yeah. Uh, well, four for me is H2O. And again, four and five are interchangeable. It's like six and seven. I, I don't It depends what I'm in the mood for. I feel like there's just things that are in five that I'm just like, eh, about. H2O is just real safe, you know? It's very safe, yes. So, and it's a little, it's put together a little bit better. It's a fr- it's the first fresh start, so I kind of did enjoy that about it a lot. I liked having Jamie Lee Curtis back. Obviously, she was great. So yeah, eight, four, and five are again like seven and eight. It's sort of close, but that's mine. Um, okay. What's what's your four? Uh, four for me is Halloween Four. Okay. Um, it's it's one of my favorite of uh, the direct Michael Myers sequels. If nothing else, uh, every year in October, I will at least watch Halloween One and Halloween Four. Everything I love about late 80s horror, um, there's some really cool practical effects kills that kind of stick with me in my head. I don't know, it's just, it's just a fun flick. It's a great movie. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's got one of the best opening credits in a Halloween oh, horror movie. Oh, yeah, oh my god, Pop, they're so good. One of my, it's probably, quiet, yeah, it's quiet, it's like, yeah, if you haven't seen it, um, basically the opening credits are just, it's it, there's not a lot of music. It's real quiet, and it's just um, shots of like a farm, basically, during autumn. There's some Halloween yeah. decorations up, leaves blowing around. Like it gets you in the mood for Halloween right away. Uh, Sets the tone perfectly, and very different for yeah a Halloween opening this, because up until that point, we've gotten kind of very similar opening credits. A pumpkin movie. Yeah, a pumpkin. Yeah. Uh, even the new ones. Pumpkin and synthesizer music. Yeah, even the new one. It's a pumpkin. Um, yeah. So it was different, and I loved it. Honestly, it's it's one of my favorite openings for a horror film. Period, because it really just gets me in the like the mood for Halloween like season. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a great story, man. And and Daniel Harris, she's fucking great in it. And she's real, you know, she's like little at the at the time. Um, yeah, I think she was like. 10, yeah, she was like nine or ten. She really pulled that off, man. That was a tough role, I'm sure, yeah. for a kid to really nail, and she did. Uh, she was great, man. She was really, really great. Yeah, man. she nails it perfectly. Yeah. And the ending is fucking amazing. Again, they didn't really know what to do with it, um, but the ending is is great, man. I I I, I love that movie. That's a little bit higher on my list, but um, yeah, Halloween Four is is pretty much like their best sequel, I think. It's right. definitely up there. So it's that's your, that's great. Right, that's your number four, right? That's my number four. Okay, so my number three is Halloween 2. We have the same number three. Oh, perfect. Okay, Halloween 2. So Halloween 2, you know, um, like I, I mentioned before, it was basically, you know, a movie made because, well, they need to kind of, they need a conclusion. Um, 
I don't think they did, <laughs> but no, the people did and the studios did, you know, a producer or whoever, they, they needed a conclusion. They needed a, uh, they needed a conclusion. So we got basically the movie that took place right after the first one, literally yeah. like minute of, and it actually yeah. starts, it goes back a little bit. It starts with him uh, about five minutes before the end of the movie. Yeah. With him getting up, choking her in the hallway getting shot and getting shot at the window and then that's Six it. Six times! <laughs> and, you know, we see this again in uh, in uh, Halloween Kills. Uh, but, yeah, so this was basically, like, their, you know, their direct follow-up. And, you know, John Carpenter wasn't a fan. He didn't really want anything to do with it. Um, it was, um, you know, they had a different director, so... Um, Rick Rosenthal, yeah. yeah. Uh, John Carpenter did uh, write the movie. Yeah, and he produced it, I think, too, right? And he produced it and did the score. Yeah, but I don't think he was a fan of it. I mean, there's a lot of interviews where he's kind of adamant about not liking it. But No, he just he did it for the paycheck. He was not interested in doing a direct sequel to the original. The studio kind of forced his hand. Um, and as a result, we got Halloween 2. Is it a bad movie? No. It's not a bad movie by any stretch of the imagination. Um I'll... I'll tell you what Halloween 2 is to me. It's like Halloween 1 came out and, you know, a lot of people consider that like the prototypical slasher movie, you know. It, it right. wasn't really the first slasher movie. You had a lot from, especially in the early 60s and then in the late 70s. You had things like Black Christmas, uh, Texas mm-hmm. Chainsaw Massacre. That put all the, you know, that put some of the tropes together. And Halloween basically, it, it basically defined the formula in a way. Although it was like more artistic than what we get with 80 slashers but it well, it was more suspenseful i think than a lot of those movies were oh yeah um, yeah yeah and um, that's really where a lot of the fear came from with that original movie just yeah. the suspense right exactly they didn't show a lot as as far as the slasher goes they didn't show a lot of gore um, no not really a lot of the kills you know were choking and stuff like that so uh but you know movies that copied halloween one became the slashes that we really associate with, especially in the 80s, right? Yes. I feel like Halloween 2 copied those. Do you know what I mean? Like, So it's like almost like Halloween 1 inspired these other slasher movies that were very different than Halloween 1. And Halloween 2 like copied that formula. You know what I mean? Where it was just like this big body count. You know what's funny? I think Roger Ebert said something very similar when he reviewed... I am a genius. <laughs> I am a genius. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was just, I was just watching something to that effect. Uh, since at some point this week, I was I was watching something that had a clip of Roger Ebert's review of Halloween Two. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Um, and he said something very similar. It's like we had all these copycats come out after Halloween, and now Halloween Two is copycatting the copycats. Really? Okay. Well, yeah. that, see, see, I didn't see that. I really did come up with that theory on my own uh, recently, too, while kind of watching. I'm like, you oh, know what this kind of feels like to me. So like, that is an original thought. But that's mean, pretty no, cool. I'm not, I'm not saying no. that you're copying. I don't think yeah, yeah. It's, No, it's, I mean, I'm, just... I'm, 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 I'm being but silly, but obviously. It's, it's too. true, though. It's yeah. kind of true. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think it's a genius thing to think of it. But it's good for what it is. I like Michael Myers' looks kind of sickly, which kind of kind of works. Um, a little different. you know. Although it's supposed to take place immediately after this. like this sickly look to him that just kind of works. Because uh, it's a different guy playing him, obviously. Uh, different right, kind of walk. It is, it is the same mask, though. It's the same mask. It looks different because he's a, the guy's a different build. Uh, Nick Castle actually had the mask. He was not asked to come back for uh, Halloween 2 to play Michael because at that point he had already started his own directing career. But in any case, uh, 
he, Nick Castle had the mask. Deborah Hill called him and asked him if they could use it, and he said, yeah, sure. Uh, the thing was, between takes on the first movie, Nick Castle would keep the mask kind of folded up and stuffed it in his back pocket. Right, right. It was a little warped by the time they used it for Halloween 2. Yeah. And also the actor playing him just had a different head shape. Well, that, yeah, that's the, yeah that, that I said before, he was sort of a different build, so it looked different on him. It worked for yeah. me. Because it, it, oh, yeah. it had a little bit of a different tone to it, and I like it. I like it, I like it for what it is. Um, do we need it? Did we ever need a sequel to Halloween one? Not really, but I'm happy we got them. Fucking, of course. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah you know, it's just, it, it does have a very different tone. It becomes a body count slasher and it's a lot more gory and it's a lot more far-fetched, you know, uh, but it works and it did kind of start what the franchise became. So I like it for that too, because I, I love me a Halloween movie, you know, um, yeah. If any, there's always something in it that I'm going to really like for the most part, uh, except for the Resurrection, I really have no need to watch often at all. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so yeah, Halloween 2 is, is definitely up there for me. But number two for me is Halloween 4. I think Halloween 4 is, like I said before, the best sequel of the Halloween movies. And, I, and you talked about it, and I already piggybacked on there. I mean, I said everything I had to say about Halloween 4. I fucking love the movie. I've watched it twice this month already. I fucking love it. Um, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched it twice. I only watched it once. I, I put I put it on and then I like a fucking nerd. I put the commentary on the second time. So. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> so, I actually, I I actually have the Blu-ray for Halloween Four. I'm gonna watch it with the commentary. Yeah, um, it's a great. I think I might do that on Halloween. Yeah, I like to watch Halloween One on Halloween. But if I could watch two, if I'm actually like, I'm usually doing stuff and, and, and or working, I'll try to watch four. Like that will be my sequel more so than Halloween two when I watch okay. like two, two movies because I like four a lot. But um, yeah, so that's number two for me. What's, uh, what's number two? Halloween three. Yeah, obviously it's what's left. Um, all right. So, yeah. so get into why you're putting this so high on your list. Um, I like it. <sighs> all right. So I've, I've gone back and forth about this. Uh quite a bit over the past couple of weeks. It was either going to be Halloween 3 or Halloween 2. Uh, I couldn't figure out where I really wanted to place them. Halloween 3 is just so different, though. I actually, I watched it uh, two days ago. I, I, I watched it recently, too. I watched it probably like a week ago. And I, like, I, I watch Halloween 3, I watch all of them once a year, you know, during the month of October. Yeah. Um, but Halloween 3, I wanted to kind of have it a little fresher in my head because I, I knew I was going to place it a little higher on the list than I thought I was going to, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I watched it the other day and I'm sitting there watching, I'm like, God, this is just a good movie. It's, it's just, and it, 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 literally the only reason it gets that eight that it does is because it doesn't feature Michael Myers. Who fucking cares? Yes, 100%. <laughs> no, I, like I said, I really don't feel like it belongs on the list, period. That's how how I felt about it. Like, if I was rating, like, movies of that year or even of the decade, it would be very high on my list, you know? Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's an original story, like, about as original as it gets. Yeah, um, it's great. It's, it's got some really phenomenal twists and turns. Uh, some of the best, some of my favorite um, special effects makeup that I've seen... Tom Atkins. <laughs> yes. Of course. Ladies man, Tom Atkins. Ladies man, Tom Atkins. I mean, it's got everything going for it. Yeah. It really does. And John Carpenter's score for this movie 
Yeah. Is fucking phenomenal. It, I think it rivals his score for the original, honestly. What I said before, what I said I a couple think it's up there. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, it, it, the music is different. It's more like synthesized kind of stuff going on with it, but it's really good. Um, and it works real well, especially because it's a different movie. You know what and I said I love before? the ending. Yo, yeah, the ending is great, man. The ending is. Well, that, look, look, the first one had an ending that was sort of left open. And, and this one did too. And that's yeah. kind of part of what they were all going to be like, honestly. Um, and that would have been great. Like, you know, I feel like Trick or Treat would have been like one of the Halloween movies. It would have been like Halloween 10 or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it could have been. Right. It could have been, yeah. You know, all the Halloween movies, you know, there's something that they offer. And a lot of the times it's like the, 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 the feel of Halloween. You know, they get the tone, they get the scenery, they get the whole like feel of it right. This movie gets it really well. And I, I, it's, it's another drive for me to watch it. It's, an, it's another pull for me to watch that movie. Um, it's just, it captures Halloween so well, you know, because it, it's about Halloween and trick-or-treating, you know, more so than any other one ever was. Um, yeah. and there's a ton of scenes with that in there and like, you just get in the Halloween mood when you watch it. But again, I just don't feel like it's, it's just hard to rank. That's all, you know, cause I'm thinking about Halloween and thinking about Michael Myers storyline. So I'm ranking those higher, but where you're going with it, totally understand. And if I did it like that way, I would have ranked it pretty high too. Yeah, see, I'm ranking, I'm ranking these just strictly as movie. But yeah, man, there's no, like, I, I ain't fighting you on that one at all. I totally get it. You know what I mean? It's a great movie. But number one, obviously, is the original Halloween and obviously... Rob Zombie's Halloween. Unless you've unless you got a different movie in there. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, what is there to say about Halloween one? It's, it's, it is my favorite movie of all time. Not even horror movies. It's my favorite movie of all time. Um, it's, it's got everything, you know, it's, it's, it's an amazing, amazing film. There's just so much heart in it. There's so much detail in it. I, I don't even really know how to sum up, like, a feel, like, how, how to sum up or review Halloween 1 without having an entire podcast dedicated to it. It's a perfect movie in my, in my eyes, you know, especially horror movie. I, I, I think it's a, it's, it's just kind of a timeless classic. It's, it, it's, um, it gave it us so much, the, you know, it did. It yeah. did. It gave us 11 more movies. <laughs> right, um, yeah, sure. <laughs> a lot more also, than that. <laughs> but also, you know, infinite copycats. You know, we wouldn't have half the... Uh, half the we wouldn't have Friday 13th. We wouldn't have Friday 13th. We wouldn't have Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. It, it gave birth to the 80s slasher genre. Yeah, it it, it closed it well seventy eight. You know, I mean, it closed out that decade and gave and gave us way to the eighties, where horror basically that was the renaissance of horror. Um, yeah, and uh, we got some of the greatest horror movies of all times around that time, and I kind of consider that Halloween was the starting point of all that. Um, it absolutely was. It was the granddaddy of uh, slashers. Yeah, it really is, and. Uh, it's you have to watch it on Halloween night. You know, it, it it's mm-hmm. it's like you know if you if you get the time you know set aside to put Halloween one on. I always kind of try to time it right, where like I kind of put it on. Like, As the sun's going down. Yeah, man, because the movie yeah. the movie will follow that on that night. Um, it will, yeah. Yeah, and and if you get it just right, like it just the the movie works so much better it just gives you such a different feel and uh it just makes you kind of fall in love with the the whole rest of the day you know yeah. um and the night but uh yeah man it's it's such an important movie to me you know uh for tons of reasons and and it's just uh it's it's perfect man stop listening to us talk about these movies go watch go enjoy halloween um go get a handful of fucking 
Halloween candy, you know, like go back to little you trick or treating. Don't do that. It's creepy. Don't knock on doors. You're an adult for God, God's sake. But <laughs> go get some childhood back tonight, you know. Uh, yeah, seriously. Have some Halloween candy, you know. Watch a scary movie. Watch something from when you were a kid that was scary. That you know, get back in that. You know, get the, get some of that nostalgia back. Get into that. Get into the mood. You know, Halloween is one of those days that you know you don't have to be an adult that day, right? You know, like, it's okay to be a little bit of a kid again. Drink a pumpkin beer. <laughs> yes. All the candy. If you're an adult. <laughs> if you're an adult. If not, um, don't, don't do that. Don't get caught. <laughs> don't get caught. <laughs> um, um, no, like, seriously, go enjoy yourself. And do me a favor. Um, if you agree with us, if you don't agree with us, let us know. Um, yeah, for sure. You know, no one's really utilizing on like Instagram. Yeah, exactly. Twitter. I don't think anyone really follows us on there, but I don't think we have any followers on Twitter. If you like us on Twitter. If you like the show, follow us on Twitter and give us a you know, give us your ranking. Um yeah. or you can email us. And uh, the email address is sexy vampire teeth podcast at gmail.com. Because we love to hear from anyone that's listening. Um, you know, even if it's just I think you guys fuck terrible. Alright, you know. Um, it's just, but we'd love to hear someone else's ranking, you know, and see, yeah, see where, yeah, yeah, I would definitely love to and, hear that. And if you give us, uh, you know, if you agree with us, disagree with us, if you, if you give us a good comment, uh, whether you agree or disagree, maybe we'll read it on air. Maybe we will. <laughs> we'll give you a shout out. Why not? Why not? Speaking of shout outs, I do want to give a quick shout out, uh, to someone very near and dear to both of our hearts. Um, and that's Sean Gitter. Because Sean, who recently had a birthday, uh, did did design our logo and put it together for us. And I've been wanting to give him a shout out since we started the podcast because it's a beautiful logo. I fucking love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Oh, it's great. Uh, Sean's a very, very talented artist. Uh, and, you know, my uh, partner in crime for fucking 25 years. So uh, shout out to Sean. And uh, Sean has expressed interest in being a guest on the show as well. And Sean has never really watched any horror movies. He's not a big horror movie guy. He'd be a, a pretty fun uh, guest here and there to make him watch. Ma- I, I, I would love to have Sean. On make him show. watch something and get his opinion because Sean's got some great fucking opinions. Sean is ninety-eight uh, percent opinions. I love to hear um, Sean talk, man. <laughs> I love him to uh, death. No, I mean, listen, I I, I yeah. also know for a fact that Sean has not seen most movies yeah. <laughs> um so yeah i would love to get him on we yeah should, we should give him some homework oh yeah definitely yeah might have to and, make a uh, new segment for next year <laughs> yeah. but uh yeah man definitely shout out to him in a couple of weeks and uh you know see what he has to say about something yeah no, I would definitely shout out to Sean and thank you for the logo, man. It's beautiful. Um, Happy birthday, Sean. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so please, everybody, uh, you know, enjoy the holiday. You know, if you're not a big Halloween fan, maybe do something that you don't normally do on Halloween. Like I said, maybe get back a little bit of your childhood tonight. Bring a little nostalgia back into your life, you know. Um, What's a cartoon you haven't seen in the years? Everybody out there has something about Halloween that they find special. So, you know what? Go get it back tonight. Like you said, Justin, be a kid again, you know. Get some Halloween candy. Watch a movie. Enjoy the night. And uh, thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. Thanks a lot, guys. Keep it spooky. (laughs) <laughs> Alright man, I'll talk to you soon. Enjoy your night. You too, dude. Right, happy Halloween, man. Happy Halloween. Bye bye.
Hey guys, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and Apple iTunes. So if you guys want updates on the show, please follow us on our social media sites and make sure to tune in every Monday night for a new episode. Thanks for listening, guys, and good night. So long, everybody.